Today we are finishing up Genesis chapter 2. This is the second creation account zoomed in with a little bit more of a narrow focus, mostly on day 6. <clears throat> We've noted God's created uh, narrative, noted the garden, and then talked a little bit uh, about purpose and about freedom. So the last portion um, to read here is uh, Genesis <clears throat> chapter 2, verse 18. This goes to woman. The Lord God said, it's not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. So um, it's worth noting that technically, uh, Adam in, in this, you know, in this narrative, Adam is not alone. God is there and the animals are there, but that's uh, different. Uh, that, that those are different categories. So the statement that's being made here is that uh, the, the sexes are complementary and necessary, and it's good for there to be um, both a man and a woman. And that this woman is someone who's going to be, um, now the word that gets translated in, the, in English is helper. Sometimes in the old translations, I think King James, it's help meet, which is this weird word. Uh, the Hebrew term, uh, azur, is actually a very powerful word. It's I believe it's only ever also used of God. And so it's not in any sense sort of a, a subordinate role. It is a very big prominent role. So God is going to make uh, man uh, a, a compatriot um, so that man is not alone. And we have the special creation account in chapter 2 of woman. Um, and then when man wakes up from his sleep and he sees woman, it's sort of, there's spontaneity here, the suggestion that he creates a, a poem in his euphoria and, you know, bone of my bone, a flesh of my flesh. But what's really interesting here at the last part of Genesis chapter 2 is then uh, the narrator sort of stops telling the story and goes in a different direction. He says, and it is for this reason that a man shall leave his father and mother and unite with his wife, and they will become one flesh. And this now is going to speak of the whole idea of, of, uh, of intimacy and coupling and the creation of new life and all of this. It's worth noting, in this society, this is a, right, the first, uh, all of, of Genesis, and certainly uh, well through the, the, the Pentateuch, you have a patriarchal society. And... So the, technically, the man did not leave his father and mother. The, technically, in these extended families, the, the woman came to live with the man in this extended family. So it's not the man that is leaving uh, to go live with the woman and her family. The man is staying, but it says the man shall leave his father and mother because this speaks of the primacy now uh, of being married over against our family of, of origin. So I am still, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm my mom, my father's passed away, I'm my mom's son. And that relationship is obviously incredibly important and significant. But, uh, but I have a, a, a more primary allegiance uh, to Sherry. That, that marriage is primary, and we are, again, then going to see all the kinds of things that are going to flow out of... Um, having two sexes. We were created um, with in male and female. So lots going on here, as I said. First few chapters of Genesis, just packed. Every sentence is packed with significance. Have a good day.